Welcome to the Greener Way podcast, a show about people, planet, and purpose, and how investors and corporate leaders push forward in a complex world. Welcome to the Greener Way. My name is Rosemary Petrus, and I'm the senior journalist at FS Sustainability. Today, we're talking with Thomas King, director and CIO of Nanook Asset Management, whose career has spanned Olympic sailing to now funds management. We will discuss taking a sustainably themed investing approach in a changing world and why ESG is such a hot topic at the moment. Hi, Tom. Welcome to the podcast. Hi. Thank you for having me on. Can you start by walking us through the investment approach you take at Nanook? Certainly. So a group of us in Sydney started Nanook nearly 15 years ago now, and it came out of a series of conversations during the middle of the GFC, uh, talking about where there might be good longer-term investment opportunities at that point in time. And those conversations focused very quickly towards things to do with saving the world or, or things to do with structural trends that we saw as being inevitable to address a disconnect between population growth and economic growth, and even at that time already quite evident environmental issues and resource constraints, Mm -hmm. climate change being the big one, but uh, not the only one. And at that stage, it wasn't nearly as large or tractable as it is today, but there was enough there within listed global equities to uh, have a realistic chance of putting an interesting portfolio together. Mm -hmm. And so we started the firm and we invest with a research-based fundamental investment approach in parts of the broader global economy that are Um, related to environmental sustainability and resource efficiency. So it's a quite lengthy list of industries and technologies that are benefiting from the big structural trends we're starting to see happening in the global economy. And we invest in those areas with a pretty conventional um, valuation-based investment approach. Okay. Well, with all that you've said there and also the many accolades that your fund has won as an ESG fund, this would suggest that you're a firm believer in ESG, yet you've been widely quoted as calling for ESG to be banned. Talk us through your viewpoint. What's your argument? Look, I think what you've just done is a really good illustration of the problem that we've encountered over well over a decade now, that I've just described in some detail what we do and why we do it without using the term ESG. And hopefully what I said was reasonably clear and logical and for some people will be compelling and relevant. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I I haven't had to use the acronym ESG and you've applied that label to us. And the problem is not that what we do can't be described as ESG. The problem is that the term ESG is used to describe a wide range of different objectives and approaches, um, many of which are things we don't do, and many of which are assessed or measured with metrics that are really not relevant to what we do. And the term, yeah, comes with a series of connotations which will be different depending on who's using it and what they think it means. And that creates a really, you know, difficult, confusing environment for people to make good decisions about where they're investing their money. And we've been vocal over the last 
few months about um, this issue and slightly tongue-in-cheek calling for ESG to be banned. Mm -hmm. And what we're really doing is arguing the point that everyone will be better off to the extent that we can avoid using the acronym. Um, It's in no way a suggestion that the things that people use the acronym to describe um, should be banned or or stopped. But, but yeah, that, that if you can't describe those things accurately and in a simple way without using the term, chances are you're going to have very confused conversations about whatever it is you're talking about. So our point has really been that advisors and people involved in the industry um, should try and avoid using that acronym when they're talking to clients to understand what it is those clients are actually interested in. Is it is their interest in having some of their capital allocated to companies doing good things? Is it in not having their capital allocated to companies doing bad things? Is it having their managers um, exerting influence through their shareholdings? Is it true impact investment? And if you can get down to understanding at that level without using the acronym, you've then got half a chance of aligning investments properly with what it is that people are seeking to achieve currently under this broad and kind of meaningless banner of ESG. Uh, and okay. the, situa- the situation's just got ridiculous now, um, and, and the industry's at a point where things need to need to change, and fortunately I think a lot of industry participants are starting to recognise that and starting to delineate more clearly between different types of responsible investment, but the I guess the, the 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 biggest sort of illustration of how uh, how lacking in common sense the whole thing is is the statistics around the amount of capital invested globally in ESG strategies because the term has been extended as far as meaning a- any strategy that involves integrating environmental, social, or governance factors or considerations in any way in an investment process, which is effectively what uh, active managers have been doing since the dawn of time. And so any active managed strategy is going to have some way of, um, or or likely to have some way of considering governance within investment decision-making and half the world slapped an ESG label on what they do. So it's become, yeah, it's Mm. become a big problem. And I think it's time that uh, people stepped away from the term and started being much clearer about what it is they're trying to achieve. So correct me if I'm wrong, but what I hear you saying is that ESG is a bit of a distraction or uh, and perhaps that fund managers or investors should be looking at this anyway, and it's become a bit politicized. But, you know, many see ESG as a really powerful tool to be able to implement these um, metrics and, and, you know, try and improve things in the companies they're investing in. Um, and you, your fund has been labelled as an ESG fund publicly. So if you could give me an example of, you know, what is an investment that you would consider to be responsible in the way that you're describing, but steers clear of the actual ESG um, label or system? We should keep in mind that I'm not suggesting that any of the things that investors are doing should cease, mm-hmm. um, that people should be able to invest their capital 
you know, however they would like to to achieve their financial investment objectives and their mm-hmm. non-financial investment objectives. Uh, it, it, the point is simply that the use of that particular term confuses things rather than making them clear. Right. I think I get what you're saying. You're saying that using uh, the acronym ESG as kind of a catch-all term in lieu of any specific um, claims or metrics, you know, that could be a bit dangerous because um, it could be construed as greenwashing. Yeah. I mean, it could be construed as greenwashing or um, more likely, um, given that ESG means different things to different people, a lot of Mm -hmm. people would make uh, assumptions based on the use of the acronym um, that that aren't correct. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'll go back to you. I guess the start of the conversation, I described what we were doing. You you, you said, and I can't remember your exact words, that that we were an ESG fund and it's true. We've we've won awards for being a a good ESG fund, Mm -hmm. but to to different people that will mean different things. And uh, yeah, that, that, isn't necessarily helpful for anyone. It's certainly not helpful for us to have expectations applied to what we do around aspects of ESG that we don't do. Um, Mm. And it's of no use to anyone to assume that because we might have that label attached to us, um, in our case by other people, uh, that we're going to deliver certain outcomes and for that not to be the case. Okay. Do you think that there's a danger that you know, making statements like ESG should be banned um, could hold back the the movement of responsible investing or sustainable investing. Uh, I, I don't look. I, I don't think so. What we're trying to do is open up a conversation, and the fact that people grasp onto the headline and want to talk about it is great. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, we've we've certainly um, tried to be a little contentious. Um, for the sake of creating a conversation, mm-hmm. if you know, if we just went out there and said um, investors should use the term sustainable or something else, I don't imagine that people would be talking to us in the way that <laughs> the way that they are. But look, we've been we've presented the you know concept in a variety of different forums uh, on a couple of podcasts to a wide array of advisors mm-hmm. and. There's a lot of nodding of heads and not much pushback uh, to what we're saying. I think there's a there's a pretty wide recognition in the industry that there is a problem, particularly amongst um, practitioners of ESG strategies. Uh, okay, who, who, interesting. Who, if you talk to people at the you know UNPRI or the Responsible Investment Association of Australia, or within some of the advisory groups who focus on ethical or um, impact or sustainable investment, they're well and truly aware of the sort of uh, the bigger picture problem here of um, terminology creating confusion. Mm, right. Ah. Uh, yeah. Uh, well. Yeah. Definitely. Um, think I understand where you're coming from with this now. So, if ESG isn't the right terminology or path to be taking, what should the industry be doing better? What would you tell our listeners that they should be doing instead? Uh, If you're looking for a catch-all sort of uh, term to describe what people 
are using the acronym for the the, the right one today is probably responsible investment, mm-hmm. which is already a reasonably widely used term, um, but it's a it's a term that sh- shouldn't be applied to just simple ESG integration, which is um, where the widespread use of ESG as a label has become particularly problematic. Um, you know, responsible investment um, does have its own connotations that uh, that, that investing you know, in, in in responsible investment strategies should have. Some element of responsibility to it, I suppose, uh, but but it's yeah, it's a little clearer. So that that that's where I'd go in terms of terminology, but but really the the the, the broader advice would be that when we're talking about um, achieving non-financial objectives of a responsible nature with, with our clients, whoever they might be, um, that we talk about what those are in simple plain english terms um Mm -hmm. not investing in companies doing bad things doing certain things investing in companies that are doing good things or providing climate solutions or not with high carbon emissions or whatever it might be that we're trying to achieve because if you can't describe it in that simple way you've really got no hope of finding the investment solutions to achieve those sort of outcomes Um, but once you do um, it's much easier for everyone to be on the same page about what it is that uh, you know what it is that people are talking about and what it is that people want to achieve all right thank you so much for the thought-provoking discussion today we've been speaking with tom king from nanook asset management tom thank you so much for your time today thank you I'm Rosemary Petrus. Thank you for listening to The Greener Way. Thanks for listening to The Greener Way podcast. If you liked today's show, remember to rate and review us on your podcast platform and make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss an episode. Any feedback? Contact us on podcast at fssustainability.com.au. I'm Rachel Allen Backus. The Greener Way podcast is a product of FS Sustainability, a show about people, the planet, and investing in our collective future. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. The Greener Way podcast gives listeners access to information and educational content provided by discussing numerous financial sustainable options and our featured guests. It is not intended as a substitute for professional, legal, or tax advice. The hosts of The Greener Way are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. FS Sustainability operates under an Australian Financial Service License and the exemption made available under the Corporations Act 2001 in respect to any information or advice given. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. For more information, head to the disclaimer page on the FS Sustainability website, fssustainability.com.au.